right, record on this computer. Let's go. We're live. Boxed up UFC. Slimmy and Dylan. It's been a while since it's just been uh, the two of us. Back to basics, baby. Back back to the OG breaking down a fight night card. This is this is boxed up to the core. But before we do that, we have a card to talk about. And I just gotta I gotta brag for a little bit. You're we're on tapology right now. I gotta I gotta brag. I need oh to, yeah. Let me tap in. I finished forty eighth of like five thousand three hundred on this. <laughs> Crazy dude. Like and like betting wise, it was a great card for me. So I I loved the hell out of UFC Miami. That's actually pretty fucking nuts, dude. Yeah. I still haven't... Re- I don't even know if I have a Typology account. I know I was put on to it like a while ago, but I haven't really like committed to it. Mm-hmm. Tap in, baby. Well, it's, it's easy for me because like I, I pull it up when we do this every week. So I'm just on there already. So I just bang my picks and then I'm good. But- right. Just the page four forty two and three forty not not great fifty six percent where do I go to it's funny because we were also looking at your picks uh last week and we we're finding your best and your worst cards. This was probably your best card by far okay I have no idea how to find it of course but oh my picks here we go yeah forty eight of six thousand go go to your picks which one did you get wrong? Um, Rosas for sure. Yeah, Rosas, dude. Okay, well, actually, I'm just gonna say it right now. Like, I okay, wait, let's see. So, I had Adesanya over KO round, and you missed the round by one. Yeah, Burns, I had round one sub, which was close. You picked Yanez, bro. Yeah, I picked Yanez. I know I flipped on Yanez. I could have had an even better night if I took that's a tough flip. I mean, who are the two that, others, dude, that was, I had perfect pick on Holland round three. That's that's pretty awesome. That's electric. Um, dude, yeah. If I would have hit this, it would have been like my best betting night ever, probably. If I hit, yeah. On if but you hit on, yeah. Uh, if if you hit on font, you probably would have been like top five. Twenty. Like, yeah. I don't even know. Okay, yeah. Miss Rosas badly. That was okay. We just okay. Gaslam decision. Panero decision. GM three. Oh, that's a. T- that's a bad one. That's that's the lone bad pick there. Loopy decision. I had Bahamondes round three KO. Not even it wasn't really close. Garcia KO and Hughes decision. Yeah, baby. I just want to throw one thing about uh Rosas because I left the card. I I lost um I, I lost I lost money on the card. Like kind of kind of a significant amount. But like my picks were like really, really good. And I look back and I'm like, what the fuck happened? Because I had a lot on Izzy, I had a lot on font. I'm like, what the fuck happened, dude? It all stemmed from the Rosa fight. I had if if Rosa won, it would have been the because I had a main event lay with all the winners and Rosas, mm-hmm. and I had fifty on uh, Rosas with Gilbert and Holland. So like those two hit with all the others. It's a fucking magical night. But you know what? Gambling's gambling. You win some, you lose most. Put all your Easter baskets. Or you put all your Easter eggs in one basket. Yeah, well, I, I day after, before Easter after Rosas lost because I also had the under in that fight too, and mm-hmm. so him by decision, him losing by decision was the worst possible thing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that. Like the fight ended, I'm like, wow, I lost like a hundred dollars on that. Like, jeez, <laughs> that's like, brutal. It's like when you don't realize how much you have riding on a fight, but yeah, let's fucking get into it. Though. Well, I was at the point where. 
it all came like I was gonna be up, but the whether or not I had a great night is if I hit the Izzy bet. I hit the Izzy KO bet. I hit the Izzy money line. I hit the under. Uh, I think it was three and a half. All because Izzy Adesanya took that belt back, knocked out, knocked out Alex Pajeda, then proceeded to do probably the best celebration of all time. Like I can't I think even think of anything close to that. Um, I tweeted on Boxed Up. I think that might have been the best celebration of all time, just because of how so reactionary good, it was, and the fact that this Poton's fucking walkout thing too with the fucking he did, arrow. He did the arrows, and then he mocked. Uh, Pajeda's son. Yeah. I think I so I have kind of mixed feelings about it. I think it's hilarious. Um I I, mean, I don't even it, care. Like I don't either. I, no, I <laughs> if you watch the video of Pajeda's kid uh mocking Izzy, he was like right next to him in the octagon. Like I know he was five at the time, but like yeah, I would be kind of mad bro, too. In this sport, like that's not like I'm I like that. Like this is this is what it's all about, man. Like, yeah, and also it don't like this. I think the better take is don't bring your fucking kids to fight. Remember when uh Usman got KO'd and how his daughter was crying in this crowd? Yeah, and Pajeda's kids crying now. Like, yeah, leave the kids at home, man. Like they yeah, don't need to be I, there. I, I, agree. I mean, but then you see like Burns doing the gritty with his kids after he beat Jorge, which was pretty funny. That's true. What if he got baptized in front of all of those Jorge fans, though? I mean, he they've they've probably seen him get knocked out in person before. Gilbert's been knocked out a couple times, so yeah, that's like, true. Yeah, I, but in, but in terms of yeah, but I thought it was hilarious at first. I didn't know what, like what he was pointing at at first, but when I found out it was his son, I was like, oh, that's fucking awesome. And he totally is like, yeah, bro, I'm petty. Like, what do you want? Like, Right, this, dude. I, um, I watched his post-fight interview, too, and, like, man, like, this was this was a huge, huge deal. Not only because did he regained the belt, but, like, he overcame that hurdle. He was 0-3 against yeah. this guy. He took it back via knockout. Like, that was an all-time moment. Actually, it, like it and... really was. It really was. It that will be the moment of the year, I think. Knockout of the year. Yeah. And you it's, know, he, it's... The, his his speech after too was fucking crazy, man. Like he's <laughs> yeah, he's insane, like electrifying, dude. Like that was awesome. And then no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was I was just gonna say real quick, like the arc of Izzy's story is so crazy too, because yeah. you he comes into the UFC and like as he's coming to the get the belt, he's a really, you know, he's, he's such a big draw because of all these highlights and stuff. And then he knocks out Rob Whitaker to get the belt. Yeah. And fucking everyone loves him. He knocks out Costa. And he's just like, and then after he loses to Jan, he starts becoming kind of a decision merchant at when he's the champion. Right. And people like me start getting sick of him. And, and I was like, you know what I mean? I, yeah. You like, do something I, like this again. Like, we I'll know never, it's there. We've seen it before. Exactly. I was never an Izzy hater, but it's right. like, okay, he's getting a little too complacent with just being these guys to decisions. And then this motherfucker, Pajeda, comes back. Yeah. And fucking beats him. Like, Izzy, like, in Izzy's mind, like, you got, you see him, you're like, this fucking guy? Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what real, I mean? Like, you're back. Real. Knocks him out, and then Izzy comes back. It's the ultimate redemption arc story. Like you said, not only to get the belt, but to, you know, right all those wrongs with being 0-3 against Pajeda. And the way it was done, man, like that, <laughs> Pajeda was out 
bad, dude. It came out of nowhere, too. It was crazy. Well, it, was, it looks it was... like Pajeda was about to knock him out. I know. That's why it was so crazy. And, like, Izzy says he was playing possum, but, like, I don't think so. Like, he was I... hit. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. But in a way, I think he's right in the in the fact that he was in he the knew first that, fight. He knew Poetan would get aggressive when he saw him hurt, you know? Yes. Uh, but shout out Choppa in terms of the dog theory. I think Izzy did realize in the first fight he could hurt Pajeda with that right hand. And I think it wasn't a lucky punch. He set up a fast one-two when he was up against the fence. And when he was hurt, it landed another right, and then that was it. And it was weird. Some fighters are weird. It's like when Usman got knocked out, it was like, whoa. Yeah. Usman, Usman's out cold right now. Seeing a man like Pajeda out cold like that was fucking nuts, dude. There, there's, a few, there's like a few moments like this each year where like I am like lo- actually losing my mind at the TV. Yeah. And Same. this was one of them. It was great. Again, hit, hit the bets, too. That was even better. Like, I didn't even really care about it at that point. Uh-huh. Like, I, yeah, was I mean, like... yeah, being on Izzy was nice. Yeah, don't 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 get me wrong. Um, but, I was going to say mean... something else. Uh, I mean, dude, I'm just happy for Izzy, man. Yeah, like that. To, to get your belt back like that, it's pretty fucking unreal. Sounds like, like he... Pajeda is moving up to yeah. you know, light so, heavyweight, too. So I think, I think the chapter is closed on this. And I think that's how it should be closed. You know what I mean? Well, okay. This, yeah, I agree absolutely. Like, this is exactly how it should end. And plus, like Pajeda, like he started cutting weight like two weeks before the fight started. Like he was. It takes a lot for him to get down to this weight. I think it's more exciting for him to be at two hundred five too. Like this is a cool Mm -hmm. story, but now let's move on. Like he's gonna be in some violent fucking fights at two hundred five. Yeah, go knock out Johnny Walker. Like, yeah. Oh, but But Pajeda though is gonna be interesting because. I wouldn't say he has the best chin in the world, and he can't wrestle. So, <laughs> yeah, he's a scary. Well, here's he's the a... thing: I was gonna say, like, I don't know what his potential is. Like, I, I he's very beatable in my eyes his because of what champ. you just said. I know, but I was gonna say, like, I don't think, like, do I think he'll ever be champ again? If you ask me right now, I would say no, unless it's at 185. Like, I do not see him moving up and being successful. Like Anthony yeah. Smith would probably fuck him up on the ground. <laughs> like that's Dude, what I, I don't know, bro. If but Anthony maybe Smith not. Catches one left. <laughs> no, well, I, get I mean, what you're obviously, saying. like he can, he is not, he can knock on anybody there. But like, I don't know. Like, pull it's his just power. Super, I feel like it's just super. Like, I really try to cherish these moments in the UFC. I feel like it's super rare that like you get a story like this where Adesanya gets his belt back, gets his revenge. Pajeda's got his side of the story, and then he moves up. Izzy stays champ at one, and then it's over. Like that's it. There's yeah. no like, oh, they're gonna fight again. You know, like I, like that's it. It's just a cool, you know, you know, close close the book on that rivalry. One of the best MMA rivalries of all time, I think. I mean, mm-hmm. if you want to include the kickboxing aspect of it. Well, but, this is this is the last thing I'll say, and then we, we'll move on because we got we got a lot to talk about on this card actually. Um, so Izzy's pretty much beating everyone at 185. For the most part, already he's literally beaten everyone in the top five. I'm watched. No, he hasn't. Well, I'm not sure what he's ranked. I think he's number five. But anyway, I was watching the post fight interview, and he called out. He didn't call out DDP, but DDP he was is, like, "DDP is next, bro." That dude. So he was talking shit to him, saying like, "Cause DDP made a comment about being the real African champion." Mm-hmm. It, Cause like in Ganu, Izzy and Kamaru, like we're all from different countries and not Nigeria. 
even though they're Nigerian. But anyway, he was saying, like, yo, let's fight, basically. Like, I'll show you who the real fucking champ is. And I'm just saying, like, what if DDP gets a title shot next, man? That, how Dude, fucking funny would that be? You want to hear a Cannonier got a title shot off knocking out Brunson, so. Well, you want to hear a crazy stat? Until... Izzy, mm -hmm. the, from the people that are ranked second to fifth, Izzy is um, 6 0 against those four. That's crazy. And he beat Pajeda, who's number one, but he's moving up. Isn't that nuts? From Whitaker, Vittori, Cannonier, Costa, the second, third, fourth, and fifth ranked middleweight, Izzy is 6 0 against. Whitaker, he, and who else has he faced twice? Um, he beat he beat Brunson once. Oh, he beat, oh he my, beat, bad, my bad. He my beat bad. Gastelum, who we'll get to. I mean, it's got. I think it's got to be DDP. It. I don't think you. I, I honestly don't think you give DDP another fight. Just like that's so funny. You got because you got to keep the division moving, bro. Am I like? Am I wrong here? That's so funny to you me. You got to keep it moving, dude. I can't. Like, I don't. I don't know. They're saying Hamzat's gonna come up. Yeah, I don't know what to make of Hamzat right now. That's a I mean, tough one. we'll see. Like, he's just kind of went ghost for a bit. I'm trying to have any other storylines from that fight. It was just so fucking crazy. That, I, yeah. Oh yeah, I was gonna say, like Izzy looked beyond locked in. It was yeah, right locked. away. Like he was like Pajeda was landing those leg kicks, but like Izzy was like it's different. I feel he was beyond locked in. Yeah, you see, he talked to Brandon Marshall too. He's like, I'm betting my life on this fight, and Brandon Marshall's like, All right, I'll put fucking 10k on it. <laughs> Fine with me. All right, we got we got a lot more to get into on this card again. It was one of my favorites of all time, actually. Um, for being it was real, awesome. started off with back to hitting back to back underdogs. Sam Hughes, Sam Page, boxed up Queen. Bro, I fucking love Sam Hughes. I'm she, in love she with really Sam did Hughes. that for us. She really did she that did. for us. Loses the first round, comes back, does exactly what we expected her to do, and just dogs out the last couple rounds. And Bro, she didn't just fight. lose the first round. She was seconds away from getting submitted, you and know, she did. She, she grinded she, her way out of those subs, dude. I know, Crazy. but she literally did what everyone else fails to do, and just she fought the hands. Everyone just fucking mm -hmm. like wails. And she fight the hands. She fought the hands, stayed composed, and then fucking dominant. That she does every single one of her wins. She drops the first round, then dominates the second and third. It, it was fucking unreal, dude. There's I was really nothing little... else to say. It's just like that's Sam Page. Other than that, Jacqueline's a fraud and has no gas tank. Yeah, she gassed big time right away. That was that's tough scenes. I but was the, hey, these these big yeah. uh women's dogs are they're barking this year. I was so waiting far. for Jacqueline to throw up a submission off her back at any second, mm -hmm. but it never happened. And yeah, Sam Hughes is a fucking animal, dude. He remains number four in my women's power rankings. She didn't move up after that. Um, actually, that's a good. Actually, you know what? I think she, she, I think she has to move up after that. Yeah, I you. Um, I'll put her. I'm, I'm. She, she'll move up to number three, and she'll switch spots with Macy Barber. Good, 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 good. Macy's fighting Hebus next. Speaking of savages, Steve Garcia with the body shot knockout. He hit a he he dug the toe in on a kick and then followed up with a left hook to the body, just. Shut uh Nerd and Becky's lights off. For a minute, it looked like Steve was gonna get KO'd himself mm -hmm. um in the first round, but he's a dog, man. That was I I expected this fight to be violent as hell, and it was. 
I mean, this was fucking pure violence. Um, the knockdown the first round by Shylin was fucking gnarly. Yeah. The rest of the round, he's kind of was just on top of him, controlling him. And Steve Garcia, that the and it was, I mean, they're they're each throwing until the, the ending sequence. But Steve Garcia, dude, that final sequence with the kick to the and then he punched the same exact spot where he kicked. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was. I mean, Shalen went down. It was fucking over, dude. It was nasty. What it was weight class nasty. is this? Uh, I believe it is featherweight. Featherweight. Okay, interesting. You should fight yeah. like Julian Arosa next or something. It was it was just violence, dude. Let me see this dude just face fun ass guys. Let him, dude, yeah. he should fight Nate the Nate the train. I mean Nate the train's kind of moving. Nate the up. train's not gonna fight. I'll fucking be there watching that shit, bro. Yeah, facts. But no, he, just, he's he's too low on the pedestal for me. Nate the train's yeah, fighting yeah, right guys now. Nate's way above. I'm just saying, like that's t- that type of fighter that will just you know go crazy. It's it's just so much fun. It was an but, awesome fight though. Well, it lasted. Maybe he fights this guy next. Maybe he fights. Oh wait, never mind. This is lightweight. But anyway, Bahamanda's got a pretty easy decision. I didn't like hung tough. Oh yeah. Um, respect. But it wasn't really that close. I mean, I expected more out of Bahamanda's as a minus three hundred favorite. Um, like his finish prop was about even. That that never really came close to happening. Trey Ogden's a tough motherfucker. I'll give that to him. But yeah, pretty casual, unanimous. I thought he won all three rounds. You yeah. could maybe give Ogden a round, maybe. But I'm excited for his next fight. But yeah, Ogden's a tough motherfucker. Bahamanis is really fucking good at kickboxing. Agreed. Um what's next? Loopy. Guess the split decision. Talk about boxed up queens. Um, not sure what to think about it because while she did a good job, she fought very well. Not very well. She fought okay. Good enough to win. She has completely abandoned all wrestling, it seems. She decided to stand on the feet with Calvillo the whole time. And again, I thought she won. Like I, I had her. I didn't have it being a split. Like I thought the other fight, the Waterson fight, was closer than this one. But and you wouldn't know it here in DC and Joe Rogan. I mean, you can't really compare those two. Like they were both really close fights. I like you could make an argument for Cavio hundred percent. I'm sorry, dude. I am close to out on Loopy. I'm moving her down the power rankings of women's fighters. I knew that, like, I had a feeling this was going to happen. I don't understand why she doesn't wrestle. She's it's... on Macy Barber alert, is what you're saying? No, Macy Barber is solidified top five. That's well, they're 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 acting very similarly right now, where they're just fighting stupid and winning barely. So at least maybe at least Macy Barber's last fight was exciting. This fight was but, okay. It was fine. Cavio took her down in the first round. Cynthia Cavio took her down and probably won. I think she won the first round because of that. Yeah. I don't know. Like I, I, it's just so frustrating because I feel like Loopy has a skill set in the fucking strawweight division that could propel her to a fucking top five ranking, and she doesn't wrestle anymore. It's wild to me. And that's something we talked about after the Hill fight too. So I don't know what's going on there. It's like yeah, she's dude. trying to prove a point. 
Bro, it's run the tape. Right. Run the tape on me last week. I was spitting facts. My my take aged like fine wine on that one. You guys were calling me a hater on Loopy. I'm just you were. Like You're I, still hating. You're still I'll hating. Just, I'll, I'm just calling like I see it, bro. And I'm I'm not seeing enough out of Loopy. All she right. Was like my, she was what minus three hundred. Something like that. I have she no idea. Act out a split decision against Cavio. I mean, come on. Wins a win. Never apologize. Pretty boxed uh, up. Don't get me wrong. It's very boxed up. But yeah, yeah. Come on now. And but uh, Calvillo got cut uh, like the next day. So rest in peace to her. It's hard. It's hard. I am. I'm all for the Mexicans, but it's hard to yell "Viva la Mexico" after a split decision win like that. It it, it hits. It hits different than Grasso subbing Valentina. It hits different. That's all I'm saying. Oh, uh, they're all the same though. Wins are all the same, man. If you win, you win. Never apologize. It sounds like you're asking her to apologize for winning. That's you know what it what? sounds like right now. You know what? You, uh, you never apologize, but you do never apologize. You I never I apologize, man. Scream Viva Mexico. I, I was I was getting close to asking for an apology. You're yeah. right. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'll take a step back. Don't do not apologize for a win. Loopy, get get back in the gym and figure things out. You have I feel like you have one more chance to impress Dylan Conway. I'll give you one more that? chance, Loopy. I'll give you one more chance. All right. I believe in her. I believe. Also, shout out to you on the over. Women, you could have you could have added the Sam Hughes fight in there too. I should have. I mean, that that would have been a sweat. But there's other two. It was that's easiest money that you could ever make. Yeah, I should. Yeah, I was I was sharp on that. Um, Joe Pfeiffer. This one I was not so sharp on. Well, actually, (laughs) actually, there were two outcomes to this, and we just picked the wrong one. I think like that'll happen. Uh, But Pfeiffer just. Oh man, when when they panned the corner over to Gerald after showing Joe Pfeiffer during the Bruce Buffer announcements, I was like, oh no. Yeah. But but then again, there was some hope because Gerald always looks like he's half asleep. So (laughs) I was like, I was like, maybe, but he looked really bad, dude. Got knocked by Joe Pfeiffer. It'll happen. I, I I can't say I was surprised when this occurred, but no, I was really waiting. I was waiting for Joe to knock him out. You, you, you could just see it coming. Um, I mean, Gerald is just so Paul Craig vibes. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> he looked terrible against Bruno Silva and somehow finished him. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> Let's move on. Uh, we'll we'll talk about GM3 again in three months, and we'll say the same exact things. And I'll probably bet on him. Kind of electric, too. He had, a, he had a good post-fight speech, too. He was, like, homeless, and his parents didn't give a shit about him. Like, it was cool. Oh, really? I, I missed that. So yeah, it's like, yeah, I was homeless. My, par- my parents didn't give a shit about me. All this shit. And, yeah, shout out. Good for him. Yeah, hell yeah, keep it up. Um, Yeah, so you said the second part of that overs parlay. or I, I don't remember if it was fight goes to the decision or overs, but it was one of the two. But uh, Luana Pinero, Pinedo, Pinero. <laughs> defeats Michelle Watterson Gomez via split. I don't know. What'd you think about this one? People were pissed, but I didn't think like again, I was I was I think I was on the right side of this one too. Pinero was landing much more effectively, in my opinion. I was kind of half watching, I'll be honest. Yeah, uh, for sure. For sure. But it, was, it seemed like it was really close. And when they read the score, solid scrap, honestly. When they read the scorecards, I was like, okay, they, they could say either name here, and I wouldn't be surprised. Right. So. I, I thought they were going to give it to Watterson, actually, but I knew I thought Luana won, but I thought they were going to give it to Watterson. I did feel bad for Bridger. I, I will say that. I didn't. 
But I don't know why he had that much stake in her. Is my is my was my only question. Because that's just that's some British shit for sure, man. Like yeah. <laughs> riding hard with Michelle Watterson. <laughs> yeah. Definitely a uh, cocks out fight, though. I respect it. Absolutely. Yeah, Panera was throwing with some heat, man. I, I, she's pretty good. There were some violent violent moments for sure. Yeah. I got nothing else though. Like that's like we'll again we'll talk about Michelle Watterson in three months and we'll say the same things. She'll probably lose, but. What were the odds on this fight, by the way? Panero uh, was a uh, was a big favorite, not not, okay. not too big though, like minus one eighty or something. Larson was plus one forty, I think it closed. Oh, okay, bet. All right, bet, 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 bet. Okay, let's get in this main card. No, a featured prelim. Oh God, it should have been the main card, featured prelim, but this was fight of the night. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Kelvin Gastelum and Chris Curtis. Great fucking fight. KG came out and just looked amazing off the bat, dude. Like that. Yeah. I I texted you guys. I was like, my final answer is Kelvin Gaslam. Felt great about it. And it paid off. Chris Curtis is a whiny little bitch. Every time he loses, he blames everyone but himself. And he goes on Twitter and tweets like me after 12 Modellos and complains about his life and complains about losing and complains about everything that he could have changed but didn't he blames me he blames me the kelvin gashlin better he blames <laughs> dylan the uh co-host of boxed up ufc the but chris he doesn't blame better. himself chris curse better yeah it sucks but anyway kg you, it was very close but i think he had it all day KG looked really fucking KG's back. KG is back. He looked really fucking good. Um I'm I'm gonna do a little Chris Curtis defending right now. Okay. I just just hear me out. I know you're gonna hate it. I know you're gonna hate it, but just hear me out. I let's let's go through the rounds real quick. First round, I thought Gaslam won easily. Yeah. Pieced him up. Second round, I thought Gaslam won as well. Mm-hmm. Mainly because of the big moment where there was a headbutt. Right, Chris like, it was a weird moment where like no one really saw it, but like Chris Curtis was out because he wasn't defending. He was they, I thought they're gonna call it for a second. Mm-hmm. It was really weird. Like uh, all of a sudden, too, it wasn't a strike. You could tell because mm-hmm. like, we didn't see yeah. It was weird. And then I thought Chris Curtis won the third round. So I had it 29-28 Gastelum. Same. And um, but I wouldn't I would not have been surprised if they gave it to Curtis either. I was like I I, I was ready for that. It it came down to the second for me. I mean, I'm a I'm a Chris Curtis better, so I, I always right, have right, hope. Right. You had you end. had that little glimmer of hope. It's yeah, like, yeah, you, you, the, the, you know what I'm talking about. Just like, one bad scorecard. <laughs> right, right, right. The Polish power uh, argument. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, but obviously, I don't condone the ranting on Twitter. I th- I find that really annoying because mainly because when he went on the aerial show and talked about it. I was like, okay, like it's just it, you can explain yourself better with tone and just the way you're right. talking, and yeah. like because on Twitter, just all it you can't translate that to how he's actually saying it. It, it just, just comes looks crazy, like yeah, dude, think, like be like chill out, like take some time, then talk about like oh, I'm upset because blah blah blah, but it's just it's just whining like like a yeah, it's Twitter, like come on, yeah. But I will say in his defense. I do see his point. Yeah, it's I do. Fair. I do it's... see his point. Like, I'm not saying that he should. He should have won because, like, that happens. Like, that happens. Like, 
Uh, yeah, Iggy, right, right. That's Iggy exactly won a title fight thing. off the like exact same thing, but he finished him because of the headbutt. Yeah, I thought Chris it'd take away the headbutt. Like you could easily give Chris Curtis that second round. So I totally get where he's coming from. Yeah, I don't think and, he. And I don't think like, he got for the rest of that round. Like he was not a hundred percent. So yeah, yeah, I get but, it. It's it's definitely valid. It's but it's like, dude, like. As, if you're a fighter, like he's been around for so long, like he's he's fought 40 times, 40 professional fights. Like, you just got to understand that sometimes that shit just happens, man. Like, happens, dude. Like, get over it. You're a 35 year old man. Like, it's part of the game. It's all in yeah. the game, man. That's what Marlo. It is on the game. I mean, it's true. It, it is annoying that after every loss, he just like the Hermanson fight. Well, yeah. Like, well, that's what planted the seed. If this was the first time he'd done it, I'd be like, sure, dude. Like, whatever. But this is this. He's a repeat offender, man. Repeat offender. It was even worse against Hermanson, though, because he was doing it directly in the octagon. Well, that was uh, while that was, the fight was happening. Yeah, that was annoying because it's like, what are you complaining about? Like, fight better. But th- in this case, it was just an unfortunate thing where I totally get his argument. It's like, I don't think Gaslam outclassed him at all. I thought it was a close fight. Curtis had a lot of good moments. They both have they both have great chins, which is why yeah. it's such a good fight. Yeah. Go back and forth. God, dude, seeing but, seeing Kelvin in that form, like to start the first round, he looked so fast. Like it was, he looked. Was he came out hot. But yeah. Chris, dude, Chris Curtis belongs in in these rankings, man. He's mm-hmm. a great fighter. He's not going he's, anywhere, man. He's no, thirty five though, which is tough. But he's not going anywhere. He looks great. I mean, his takedown defense is fucking. Per- it's literally perfect in the UFC. Mm-hmm. Um, his striking's. I mean, his power is. You know, phenomenal. Obviously, Counter, his his defensive boxing is so good. He's fucking yeah. shelled up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, he's great fight. I might need to like watch that fight back at some point. Just I'm still a Chris Curtis guy. I don't regret my ticket at all. I'm not like, dude. Chris Curtis, the fighter, I love, but like, he's got to shut his mouth and then, like, yeah, I, I get it. Anyway, anyway, let's move on. Let's let's get through this. We got a whole card to, to preview. Um, uh, Raul Rosas came out and dropped, uh, laid an egg, dropped the ball, lost to Christian Rodriguez, did not look ready at all for this step up. It, like, here's the thing, like, I'm not going to be all the way out on Raul Rosas. Like, in reality, it's kind of crazy that they pushed him this hard. Like, he was on two pay-per-view events. Like, he was on the main card for this. He's 18. He was fighting a 25-year-old dude with... Who just looked like he? It looked like a twenty-five-year-old was fighting an eighteen-year-old in there. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like that's the vibe I was getting. Like Sean O'Malley said, like take a couple years off and just get better. Like that's exactly like he should just go slow as hell now. Like he's he's not going to go on that run right now. Like he needs to get better, obviously. And it's like, dude, just fight a couple cans. Like take it really slow. By the time you're twenty-four, like that's when you you go for it. And that's six years from now. You know how much better you can get in six years. I'm yeah. not out on Rosas. It was tough to see him lose, but like, it's. I'm almost glad it happened now rather than like three fights from now. You know. It, yeah, this was. Uh, I already said this. Said this, but this, this was really painful for my gambling night. I lost yeah, like three tough. different bets on on this fight. Tough. Four actually. Um, should have done my research on Christian Rodriguez because he's good. Yeah, he is wrong. good. Yeah, I don't. I do. I didn't really think anything of him. Chicago I just kind of assumed guy. Rosas would win based off the fact that it's it's just was meant for him to win in this in the opening pay per view uh, spot. I don't know, but guess who C Rod uh, trains with? Who? Bilal. Yep. Mm. Uh, yeah, Bilal sucks in the Colby shirt. 
Uh, that was funny. I'll, I'll uh, give it. Yeah, to yeah. Let's go. The points for that, that, that was funny. Oh, um, dude, Eric texted and he's like, "Chris, I know real Muslims that hate Bilal," and I, I didn't have any comeback for that. That was so. That was so random. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I agree with you. I think Rosas is is a little too attached to this youngest champ goal. Yeah, he's got to. Like, he's got to just. That's something. That's don't something be Macy that, Barber, bro. <laughs> Nah, come on, no. That's something that has to come naturally. You can't force that. I remember when fucking Treshawn Gore is saying he's going to become double champ in the UFC. <laughs> That's <laughs> hilarious in hindsight, man. Uh, yeah. yeah. Rosas won the first round, but then completely gas after that. Yeah, yeah. He almost had a sub. Like he was close. Yeah. If he subbed him there. Like that's like such a turnaround for me. Like holy shit! But yeah, he did almost sub him. But Christian Garcia Rodriguez, he's only twenty five, but he fought like a vet, you know. Right. Fought, fought like Sam Hughes. Drop the first, win the next two. Christian Rodriguez equals Sam Hughes. Um, Ro- right. Rosas Rosas was gracious gracious in defeat too, which is also good to see for a young kid. Yeah, it'll he'll be fine. He'll be fine. Big mouth is back. Big Mouth is back, baby. Let's go. Third round knockout of the Pons Man. Pons Man fought well. Pons he Man did fight put well. up a freaking fight. We knew he would. We knew he would. Um, I don't even remember enough. I remember it was like kind of close. Big Mouth is on his way to a victory, though. Yeah. But the KO, yeah. it was cool to see him finish it. I mean, I have the under, so that's also unfortunate. But... Well, at the like the first round was like decently close and Big Mouth had that back fist knockdown at the very end, which was sick. Yeah. Um, when Pons caught the leg, and that gave him round one for sure. Second, again, Pons was Pons had a great strategy. He was executing it. That chin's gone though, man. Like, God. yeah, dude, it is. He, yeah, I mean, the not even because of the knockout, but because of the first knockdown. Like, yeah, that what that was not much, dude. Yeah, I I saw it coming too. Like, I was just waiting. It was kind of like every time Pajeda fights. I'm just waiting for the. The punch that sends dude flying, and I love when Big Mouth fights because we get to see his Buckley KO knockout. Um, yeah, highlight. So I mean, funny. It's great. But he, yeah, he le- looked... left hook gets the pawns, man. Get shout out, shout out to the Holland man. The follow up shot was fucking deadly too. <laughs> yeah. Right on the chin. Uh, Holland looks looked so much bigger than Pawns in there. I know he is. Like he's a yeah. big. Well, he was a middleweight. Like yeah, he's a he's a fucking massive welterweight. He's what like six three. He's tall. He's, shit. he's fucking big, dude. Yeah, uh, 6'3. And um what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, keep keep he giving big mouth guys like these, bro. Like guys he can KO. That and just strikers. Like, even though he lost the Wonder Boy fight, that was a really fun fight. You right. know? Keep it on the feet with Big Mouth. Yeah, I thought Pons was gonna wrestle for a second too. Like that crossed my mind. Dude, I um, Pons, there's like it's not crazy to th- to think that the Pond man could have like edged out a decision there, but he just is so he's just out of his prime, which is unfortunate. That's what I'm saying, dude. Like that that was my take before this fight. I just think the Pond man is just ever since that injury, dude, where he almost fucking died, he just hasn't mm-hmm. been the same. He and his wins now aren't great in hindsight, too. He beat Baeza, which is a great fight, but Baeza's fucking cut now, you know? So yeah. I'm a big, big mouth guy, obviously. All right. These uh, two guys behind him on this list, 
Randy Brown and Muslim Salikov? No, do not give him Muslim, bro. Why? You just fucking wrestle him. Nah, man. Do you know who this is? Yeah. He's the king of kung fu, bro. Is this not? Oh, he's the guy that the... leech knocked oh, out. Oh, that knocked out then... y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I'm with you. Give I thought it was that. the guy. That's that's thought... a, that's a good fight right there. I thought it was the guy that Buckley knocked out. Nah, 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 nah. That was a bad look. All yeah, right, Big Mouth. All Big right. Mouth cannot be more back. I mean, shit. You know who's back? Rob Font, dude. Rob it Font is knocked so satisfying being so right about an underdog like this. This is like, uh, I mean, I think you got to give him the fucking most, uh, most, most impressed award of the night. Honestly, the Jake Matthews most impressed award. I'm looking. It's it's him or Gasolin, but yeah, definitely Font. I would say Font. because just the way he went about it, the the jab was fucking cooking, and then well, dude, Yanez was landing to it. Like that was the thing. Like this for a minute, it looked like Font was hurt, but then he just sparked Yanez. The best way to describe Font though is that he is so good at edging out decisions or winning the point battle with his jab until he gets brutally hurt, like he did mm-hmm. against Aldo and. Uh, fucking Cheeto. But when he's there and hundred percent and fighting, you know, a uh, straight kickboxing match using the jab, he's so hard to beat. And every time Giannis came in with a strike, which he did land a lot, he was getting he, click clip with that jab. Yeah, that was that was awesome to see. I it really sucks because I was on font early and then. Like as the fight got closer, I I flipped to Yanez, dude. That sucks, but yeah, you hate to see that. But it's like I was happy to see, like I was uh one of one of my brother's friends was texting me uh, asking for picks, and I gave him Big Mouth KO, and he was like, "All right, what's next?" And I was like, "Yanez KO." No, and he's like, "You fucking idiot! You lost me money." And I was like, "What do you want from me?" <laughs> I asked, I told him I was like, "I don't even care, man. Like that was that was a sick KO, like." I'm gonna lose money. I'm gonna do it that way. And he's like, nah, fuck you. It's like right. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it was a fucking violent KO. And all another thing too, this win meant so much more for Rob Font. Yanos yeah. will be fine. He'll be right there. But Rob is trying to hold his spot in in the rankings. And this is another example of just like the Gagey Fazeev fight and the uh Gamrot Daryush fight, the the vets who have been in the rankings for a while are, you know, not letting these young guys pop in the rankings like that. Mm-hmm to see and they're underdogs most of the time right good shit rob font it's a trend we have to stay on in my opinion i like that um all right last one burns just easily beat masvidal the only thing i have to say about this is that i had burns inside and if he would have just kept it on the feet more and like didn't shoot at all like he could have knocked out jorge i feel like part of me is like did he just do that just because it was in front of his home crowd? Didn't want to embarrass him. No, no, no. I know that's not how it goes, but like I was kind of, I, I feel like he could have knocked him out if he tried a little bit harder too. But we also see these kind of performances from Gilbert, like against the Wonder Boy fight. Yeah, it's the same thing. It was pretty much. boring. He took it to the ground, grind out a decision. It was a little different because there's more of a threat, I think, in general in terms of keeping on the feud with Wonder Boy. But dude, with Jorge's power, you never fucking know, man. Like, I don't really blame him. Like, just just yeah. get the win and move did, on. Did Jorge, did Jorge do anything significant? No, 
Yeah, not really. It was pretty pedestrian work from Gilbert. Has, has Gilbert? It, I, it, Go ahead. It, it was a little underwhelming in terms of the excitement of the fight. I expect I had the under two, and that did, never even really came close. Mm-hmm. Did Did you see the uh, Gilbert uh, accused and then took back the yeah the, the greasing? I, mean, has, I don't really know. I don't really know what to make of that, honestly. Yeah, he took it back. I don't really has has Burns not fought RDA. No. And I mean Burns is trying to win a title, but I'm I'm just surprised that those two have never crossed paths. This is what should happen. Him and Bilal should fight for a number one contender slot. The winner of that fight fights Colby and uh Leon Edwards. That's not what should happen, but that's probably what's gonna happen. Why why is it not what should happen? We already talked about this. I'm not I'm not gonna get into it. <laughs> Um. Anyway, we got a whole fight night to talk about, though. Yeah. Shout I do want to say also, yeah, and shout out Moss on retirement. Um. Yeah, he ruined the, it all. Um, with his speech, man, that was. I was like, dude, you fucking sort of no, left I, the, the last words we ever got from him inside the octagon were shout out Donald Trump, let's go Brandon, and then he started the, a let's go Brandon chant. And that no, if that doesn't sum up his career, like I don't know what else. Like, no, no, the, the Lesko Brandon shit was like, yeah, that was that was that was weird. But everything before that was was fucking awesome. The yeah, I, okay, general. yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give you that for sure. The, the like the fact he's like, I, you know, I'm 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 I can say I'm set for life. Like it was just cool. And then on the aerial show too, he's like, yeah, like if you were to tell me like what I've been do what I've done twenty years ago, I would say, damn, we came up short. The complete opposite of what anyone else would say too. I just thought that was hilarious. <laughs> Uh, that is yeah, pretty dude. funny, actually. Yeah, dude. The fact Trump was there was so fucking humble. So dude, fucking that hilarious. just that that was like, so funny. That's one of those random things that you don't expect to happen. And like, oh, we didn't even talk about Chase Sherman fight got canceled. Yeah, dude, that that sucked. That really sucked. It's okay. That was like the only negative of this whole card, though. I texted you this. I would have rather have lost ten dollars on Chase Sherman than <laughs> have his fight get canceled. Same, bro. I feel the exact same way. That's that's boxed up. Anyway, All these shout, sharp sh- betters are kicking themselves right now. Yeah. Shout out to USC 287. Memorable for sure. But we got uh, UFC Fight Night Kansas City. Maddox. Also, one more thing. Mossell said that he would have retired either way. Do you believe him or no? No. Because he would have got yeah. title shot. He would have got one more. Like, why not? Yeah, I agree. He would have went and fought Leon and then retired. Got fucked up by Leon probably. But yeah, we got a uh, Max Holloway versus Arnold Allen in Kansas City. Got to be honest, off the bat, this card is not very intriguing to me. No, we can whiz through a few of them, and there's a lot of fights too. I will say, one thing I'm noticed off by looking at odds is that there are a lot of plus odd two and a half unders. Like, there's I'm pretty sure there's one one and a half in just the Hutalaba fight, but. I don't, it's, I don't feel confident about the underlay. <laughs> yeah. There's, I don't, there's not a lot that grasps my eye here. This will be the one that hits. This will be the one that hits. It, it would All be right. pretty funny if it's the one that hits. So we're starting off Jocelyn Edwards versus Lucy Pudilova. Lucy won, won us some money against, uh, who was it? Yanan Wu uh, on the Usman 
Edwards two card. Shout out to her. She's fine. Jocelyn Edwards, who is not good. Um, but not bad. Jocelyn's plus one fifteen and Lucy is minus one thirty-five. Kind of like Lucy. To be sure. honest. Any take? Do you have any take? I do not. What is the under on that one? The under is two and a half plus two thirty-five. Might be a nice little first round uh arm bar or something. I think you should make like a two leg over parlay every week to just nuke. They they won't they they, actually they won't be there every week, but I think there's some opportunity there more than we think. Like these, yeah, the women's we should do women's overlays along with the underlay. That's probably more profitable than uh, what we're doing. But I think I think anything is more profitable than the underlay. (laughs) Um. Okay. So next up, Gaston Bolaños takes on Aaron Phillips. No Lando's, idea who these guys are. Londos is minus one ninety five. Phillips plus one sixty five. Sure. Best of luck to both fighters. We got top two eighty featherweights or bantamweights. Okay, them being bantamweights makes me a little bit more interested, but we'll see what happens. What's the under there? Maybe we just splash an under. Under is two and a half minus one forty five. Okay, that might be a that might be a good one to start. Should the- we do it? Go, go to go to the go to the. Uh, fighters real quick. I don't see if they have any finishes. Phillips. It kind of feels like an under. I don't know why. I feel like both these guys okay. suck. Got a lot of KOs. A lot of canceled bouts. Yeah, okay. Oh, Last yeah. few fights were okay. a fine okay. finish. Go up a little bit. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. That's fine. And then I like to see... Just... just uh, okay, wait, stay, wait, stay there for a sec. Go, go up. I like seeing the percentage of KOs they have. Oh, oh, oh. I got you. I got you. Like the, yeah. Hundred yeah, percent of his know. wins are by KO. Yeah, we're, yeah, underlay, underlay, underlay. Lock, lock it in. Let's fucking go. Love that. Um, next, we got Bruno Brazil versus Denise Gomez at one fifteen. Bruno Brazil minus one fifty. Denise Gomez plus one thirty. Over under the under two and a half is plus one eighty one sixty five. So, could be a part of the women's over parlay. I don't know. Best of luck to both women. <laughs> yeah. No clue, bro. No clue. Um. All right. Next, Lando Venata versus Daniel Zellhuber at one fifty-five. What we got for odds on this one? Venata plus one ten. Zellhuber minus one thirty. Little little close odds. I know uh, Zellhuber lost to Trey Ogden, uh, who we just saw put up like a solid performance against Bahamondes. So I was like, I don't take that as like a terrible loss. It was his debut as well. Um, he's taking on Lando Venata. I don't know if you remember. This is the guy who. Yeah, he's um, been around. I know him. Jordan choked him out, and then his shorts fell off. Yeah, yeah. That's that guy. What the fuck? My shit is tweaking. You're giving me a headache. Sorry. This is great podcasting. Um. Okay. I'm just gonna keep it here and like not touch it. But yeah, I got Zellhuber here. I think he's gonna bounce back. He's minus one thirty. I love those odds on him. Venata got pants in his last fight. Like, come on, bro. I don't see, get... see Zellhuber's finishing rate real quick. What do we have for the total here? Two and a half. Two and a half at plus one sixty for the under. A lot of KOs. Oh shit. Yeah, seven KO wins. Go down. Two subs. First round, first round, first round, second round. Mm, I think it's there if, if we need go go to Vendetta real quick. I'll see how many times he's got knocked out. 
Zero times. Cool. Yeah, I'm not feeling this one for the under. All right. Got I, got Zell- I, got, I got Zellieber, though. Okay. That's my pick. Dog, this shit. All right, we got to stop going to the fighter pages. My computer's going to fucking blow up. Okay, deal. Um, Pieta Rodriguez and Jillian Robertson. Uh, last time we saw Jillian Robertson, she about killed uh, Agapova. Yeah. Um, but, like, it's either, like, what are her odds on sub? It's got to be, like, plus 110 or something. It is plus 250. The money line is minus 130, and Rodriguez is plus 110. I feel like if you're going to take Robertson, you might as well just take sub. Yeah, I agree. So, I got that. That's not bad. Rodriguez, I know she fought Kay Hansen. Yeah. One. Says a lot. I mean, Jillian Robertson is like the most finishes in strawweight history. So, yeah, like, with like four. <laughs> <laughs> Best of luck to both women. Do you have a pick? Do you have a take on that at all? Um, I would go. I, I, my, my pick would be Jillian Robertson by sub. I like that take, but I just don't know a lot. I, I feel like very, I, Pierre Rodriguez is undefeated, bro. Actually, and Jillian Robertson is 11 and 7. I'm not Amarine big, I'm not was big... undefeated when she fought Sam Hughes, who was like but 7 like, and that's, 5. That, that's different, though. Like, Sam Hughes is different. Jillian Robertson, I could argue, is different just because she uh, has a sub threat, man. Like, that's like a legit way to win. Like, I, I like the plus 250 on the sub, actually, like a lot. Um, I'm looking up. I'll I'll look up the the stuff since you don't want to go to the fighter page. Uh, yeah, I mean she has one, two, three, four, five, six of her eight wins in the UFC are by sub. So you have a very valid point. You can't you can't get lose, behind Jillian though. I don't I don't I don't hate that take though. She's not. And her last right. three losses are by decision. And Pierre Rodriguez has three decision wins in the UFC. So that's also a clear path victory for her. Right. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I don't know. I just feel like if if you're going to take, like, I can't confidently pick Jillian here, but if, if I end up taking her, I'm just going to take the sub because well, why the fuck not? Jillian, uh, Pierre Rodriguez is on a boxed up tear right now. She beat Kay Hansen and Sam Hughes, and if she beats Jillian Robinson, she's really on a boxed up tear. That is pretty boxed up. Um. All right. Oh, dude, this next fight is boxed up, man. Ed Herman and Zach Cummings. This is the 38-year-old <laughs> versus a 42-year-old. <laughs> I mean, someone's got to get finished here, right? Yeah, of course. Well, I don't know. Who did who did Herman fight last? Can you look that up if you have it available? Because yeah, I Herman. remember he was just getting fucked up. Like it was Herman Herman fought Alonzo Menafield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lost on the Lewis decision. on the Lewis gone card. Yeah. Dude, he was getting brutalized and just would not he refused to get finished so uh interesting know. stat both these guys have 12 submissions on their record hmm. that's half their wins combined and uh ed herman has 19 wins by finish nine losses by finish and zach cummings has 17 wins by finish, two losses by or yeah, wow. 17 wins by finish, two losses by finish. What are the what's the money line? Uh Cummings minus two fifteen, Herman plus one eighty five. One eighty five. That seems that seems that right. Seems right, yeah. This is this is gonna be hilarious. So these are old motherfuckers. This is really funny that they're fighting each other. 
I don't even, why are these guys on the roster? Like, I don't. <laughs> based on the fact that uh, Alonzo Medifield couldn't finish Ed Herman and he's a big underdog, doesn't make me feel confident in the under. Right. Yeah. I was, like, I, I remember that fight. I was like, who's this fucking ginger dude who is getting his ass kicked? He's been like, in the UFC oh, he, a long time. It's like, oh, he's 40 years old. That's why. But he he would not go. He would not go down. So definitely, definitely scary for the underlay. But meme ass fight. Going to be funny. This next one, I have no idea why it's on the prelims. Yeah. Um, Brandon Royval, number six, flyweight, taking on uh, Nicolau, number four. This is a banger. Yeah, it is um, a banger. I got Nicolau, though. Nicolau, minus 205, Royval, plus 175. I'm going Royval. Give me Royval Roy plus money. Give me that. Royval, that dude, that might be the fun play right there, actually. It's also an under for sure. Under two and a half, minus 125. I mean, right? Yeah. You, you got to think so. Yeah, I think Orval could get knocked out, and he could also finish Nikolai with like twenty different submissions. Isn't it like aren't all Roy Val's wins by finish? It's something like that. Yeah, pure violence. I can't wait for it. Like I just give it. We don't really even need to go into it. Like give me Nikolai. You're on Roy Val. Yeah, I'll take Roy Val. It's my first pick of the card, and we're like seven fights in. But yeah, yeah. give me Roy Val. See, it's tough though. Like Roy Val at that number. And how violent he is, that might be a fun bet, actually. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's fucking value. Uh, TJ Brown, Bill Algio at Featherweight. We saw TJ Brown get a dub in December. Uh, I think he's a dog here. Uh, TJ Brown is a dog. He's plus 160, Algio of minus 190. I think Algio is pretty good. And TJ Brown, 17 and 9. Who did Algio fight last? Let me ask. He fought Herbert Burns. Oh no the, no no! He uh, lost to Feely by decision. Ooh, before that he beat Burns. Lost to Feely. Aljo's dude. He in his, in his he has eleven total fights ending in decision, which is interesting. Dude, uh, TJ Brown came out as an underdog and pretty for one pretty, got a finish. Pretty sure in his last fight. I'm yeah, not against Eric against Eric Silva. I'm not gonna say he's gonna. He's, I'm not saying he's gonna finish Aljo, but like. Kind of like Brown at that number. Like, give me that. Down, downtown put, I, TJ Brown. Yeah, I can't put this in the underlay either. Dude, this is what I was saying. This card is like, bleh. like uh, this. Sure, TJ Brown versus Algio. Definitely gonna watch that fight, but I expect it to go to decision and just like be like unmemorable. Like, un- unmemorable. It's, it's, a, it's a two. It's a three. It's a two eighty seven hangover. Yeah, absolutely. That's a good way to put it. I don't know. There's w- w- let's get into this main card though, because there's some there's some interesting stuff happening here. I mean, we have we have box up legend Clay Guida fighting. We have the carpenter Clay Guida, who's gonna try his fucking damnedest to wrestle Rafa Garcia. He was able to win his last fight doing that uh, on the Orlando card. I'm sorry, Clay. I love riding with Clay Guida. I don't think he's gonna be able to to beat Rafa Garcia. Yeah, I agree. I think Rafa Garcia is pretty fucking good. Garcia is minus 260, biggest favor on the card, and Clay wow. Guida is plus 220. Wow, that makes me want to I, take Guida now. He's such a scrapper. He's a grinder. He is. The under 2.5 is plus 175. I think Garcia which, could finish him, dude. Well, Garcia finishing him is basically banking on him submitting him. He has 18 wins, zero losses by sub, only one KO, zero KO lot. He's never been finished, which is interesting. So he's never been finished. No, I'm talking about uh oh Rafa. Rafa. Yeah, my bad, my bad. 
I think Rafa Gita, could, could finish him, man. Like I think he's gonna Gita, he could knock out Clay. Gita has sixteen wins by submission and eleven losses by submission. Damn. I think a fucking uh submission by Rafa is very well like on on the cards. Yeah, Gita's last two losses have been by submission. Given they are a calf slicer and a knee bar, <laughs> that's hilarious. Actually, he's gotten submitted a lot. Yeah, I think that's a sneaky play. Rafa Garcia by submission is um, plus three hundred. I could also see you know Clay likes to put his head down and go for those takedowns. Even when he throws strikes, he kind of puts his head down. I can see Rafa coming up with a knee or an uppercut and like clipping him real bad. You think this is an underlay play or no? What was it? Plus one seventy five. Yeah, I say if we can't think of another one, uh, that might be. Those... That might be. I'm if you, even if it's not on the underlay, I think that's worth like a sprinkle. I'll buy. I'll buy. But yeah, I'll I'll bite on that number. But yeah, I, I got Rafa there. Um, Sam Waits. This is a banger, kind of. Pedro Munoz taking on Chris Gutierrez. Who you got? Gutierrez minus 200, Munoz plus 170. I got to go with Gutierrez, man. Just based yeah, off same. how he looked last fight, he, he's a fucking killer, man. He's really good. This Munoz is going to be a good a, fight. This is going to be a it really is. good one, actually. Munoz is a tough motherfucker. The under here is plus 175, two and a half. I Damn. find it hard to – I mean, dude, I, I know. Dude, there's so many. Just, I'm just seeing those back-to-back plus 170 unders, like, that's gonna make me bet it. Like you're like you put those back to back. Like I'm be like, God damn it, like I have to put these in a parlay. I mean Gutierrez has nine wins by KO, dude. Mm-hmm. Two in a row. Two At in a least row, two yeah. In a row. Two in a row. Before that he had two straight uh three straight decisions. Yeah, I don't know. In the UFC he has three wins by KO. Um and then Munoz on the other hand is a fu- is a decision merchant. Yeah. He has nine wins by sub, but six by decision, seven losses by decision, too. He has never gotten finished. Munoz has never been finished. Hey, man. O'Malley finished him. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Nah, but I he he did win that round on O'Malley. I don't I don't really see that mattering at all in this case. Gutierrez has that fucking dog in him, I think. It's a tough yeah, I don't know, man. I, I it's but going. dude, if Pedro comes out and like just pieces him up, I will not be shocked at all. Not in the slightest. The way Gutierrez bodied fucking Frankie Edgar like that, it's that's pretty alarming. I can't fade that right now. Back to back knockouts with this, it was either a spinning elbow or a spinning back fist. I think it was an elbow though, and then a, a like a it wasn't like a flying knee, but it was a knee to the head. Like that was fucking crazy, man. Insane, insane. I yeah, give me Chris. Excited for that. Bantamweights are always bangers. We got a boxed up fight right here. Eon Kusil. Oh yeah. And Tanner Bozer. You gotta fade Canada here. Give me Tanner give me the Bozer. Hulk. Tanner Bozer plus one ten. Kuchlava minus one thirty. I'm with you, bro. Give me the whole. I don't think Tanner Bozer is that all, all that great. Kudalaba, like he's had a bad run recently. But I think he's he's just fighting above his class. He's punching his above class his weight in terms of his yeah. I mean, this is the only one and a half under on the card. It makes sense because uh this is tough. Kutalaba has 14 finishes and been finished seven times and has three total decision fights. And he's been finished yeah. three times in a row and under one and a half rounds. 
So his losses recently are to Ankalev, Ryan Spann, Johnny Walker, and Big Kennedy. Like that's that's tough. That's tough. He he made we people forget that Ian Kutalaba had a main event fight against Kennedy's and Chekwu. Don't forget that. Please never forget that. What are your thoughts on the under here? I think it's it's interesting because Kutalaba he gets finished a lot, but he's and he does and but Boser has only one loss by finish. All like everything else is by decision. So I don't know what to think about that. And it's one and a half too, which is a little sketchy. Right. That's not enough time. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Boser used to fight at heavyweight. I don't know what to make of that. Moving down to light heavyweight. He's but been here though. I know. I. Like I, I don't know enough about Tanner Bowser. Like I don't follow him close enough to know like what he looked like in his last fight. So I just have no idea. Give me, give me the Hulk though. Got to go with the Hulk. Box it up fight though, if that's for sure. Box up. Hilarious, sure. hilarious that this is on the main card and Roy Val Nicolau isn't. It, yeah, seriously, criminal. Anyway, Dustin Jacoby taking on Azamat Mirzakhanov. I don't know if you remember this from last spring. I think. But Mirzakhanov was fighting, who was it? Oh, yeah, Tafan and Chukwi. And he had that crazy last-second flying knee. Well, it wasn't last-second, but he was down two yeah. rounds. Crazy knee. Wait, go, um, wait, go back down. Sorry, I'm too I don't late. see his. Too late, sorry. Wow. What do you want to see? Just, like, how many times he's gotten KOs and submissions. He, he finished... Um, Devin hmm. Clark last time nine nine knockouts once. Yeah, I remember him now. I remember him. Yeah. So he's plus one thirty five. Jacoby's minus one fifty five. I think that Jacoby's going to take care of business here. Same. I am on Dustin here. I got Jacoby. I like that a lot. I don't think like it's just levels. Like Jacoby's so fucking good on the feet, man. Probably by decision. I is my is my thought. Just piece him up. Yeah. Yeah. Same. What's the under here? Two and a half at what? Two and a half at minus one twenty. What are your thoughts, big boys? It's two oh five. Good Jacoby, real quick. He knocked out a dude in Long Island. Then he lost to Roundtree. That was a close fight, though. He has a lot of decisions for it. Yeah, he has a lot of decisions for it. I don't know. I don't know though. Like I feel like this. Like he has the. He's capable of finishing. Like I. I don't know. I just if he's gonna win, it's probably me by decision. I'm not sure how reliant, um, Azamat is on wrestling, because I just know him from striking. But if he tries to stand with Jacoby, like I don't see that going well. I could see Jacoby get knocked out too. I'll say it. All right. All right. Who's who you got? Jacoby though. We're yeah, yeah, Jacoby. Going with Jacoby. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay, Coman. I feel like we've been talking about this card for seven hours, and it just hasn't gotten any more interesting. Edson Barbosa and Billy Q in the Coman. Billy Q. I'm excited to hear what you what you have about this. Yeah. Uh, Billy Q minus one seventy five. Edson Barbosa plus one fifty. I love Edson. But I do not think he's the same. I'm going with my boy Billy Q. I'm actually surprised. I was hoping to get Billy Q at like close to even odds. 
but I think this shows that Vegas is Vegas is kind of on this. Billy Q is really fucking good, dude. He has a chin as well. He's an animal. He's gone to war with Burgos. We saw him knock out Alexander Hernandez, the great in person. Yes, Give me Billy Q, Billy Quarantillo. I mean, he's got submissions. Great striker. Barbosa, I just don't think he has enough left in the tank. Is is kind of what I'm saying. I I can't disagree with you. I'm a big Barbosa guy. You know, I was all over him against Giga and Bryce Mitchell. Yeah, same. <laughs> like I really, I don't hope... think Giga is much much better than Billy Q. Honestly, yeah, I agree. Um, I just I'm very torn because. My brain is saying Billy Q, but my heart is saying Barboza. It would be so sick to have him as a dog and he does like one more cool thing, like one more cool knockout. Cause this is not going to the ground. Like you you know this is not going to the ground. Yeah. I mean, I'll be shocked if it does, but I'd be I gotta go shocked too. I gotta I gotta take Billy Q. I think you're right. Barbosa is not that guy that he used to be. It's unfortunate. Please prove me wrong, Edson. Though, like, go, go get a KO, please. That would be that'd be amazing. But I don't see it. I don't see it. Anyway, without further ado, our main event is Max Holloway taking on Arnold Allen. This is just got, again, bro. Like, okay, what are the odds here? What are the odds here? Holloway minus one eighty, Allen plus one fifty five. You go first. I don't see a world where Holloway loses this fight, dude. I don't think like the Volk fight was a bad look last time, but it's fucking Volk. If he's not fighting Volk in the last three years, he fucking dominates. True. You know, it's that's just what happens. It seems like the obvious pick, but I'm also a huge Arnold, Arnold Allen guy, dude. He's 10 and 0 in the UFC. I thought he, I think he deserves a lot more respect. I think he should have had a title shot by now. But I think the best is still blessed, and Max is going to get it done. It's just best has always been blessed. You don't see, you don't fight guys like Max ever. It's just so different. There's no way to prepare for it with the volume he throws at you. All like he. Holly just fucking he, he he came off before the last Volk fight. He came off just destroying Yair and Cater, and mm-hmm. Arnold hasn't Arnold hasn't been in those kind of wars yet. You know, that's just what I, I, I and I'm surprised the odds are how they are. Honestly, because like, Holly was a massive favor against Cater and Yair. In fact, he's only minus one eighty here. I think that's a really good ticket. The more, like, the more you were talking there, yeah. Like, I, I really didn't know what to think about this. You know, I'm like, okay, like, Allen never fucking loses. I wish, I like, we didn't really get to see him against Cater because Cater got hurt. Exactly. And it's like the he, last he, image yeah. in, in my mind of Max is him getting fucked up by Volk. And not only that, but, like, he's he's got so much mileage on him at this point. He does, but like I don't want to say that he's only thirty one though. Like yeah, and I don't want to say it's a bad thing until it starts to hurt him. And I don't think it did against Volk. He like he didn't get finished. He was in that yeah, fight. Every every other fighter he faces though, he looks amazing. Exactly. And there's just levels to this my, shit. Minus one eighty. 
that's what I'm saying. It seems weird. He's not a bigger favorite, right? It's, like that's. It's, I feel like that's like it's like tr- tricking me out. Like I same. I don't know, man. Yeah, I got Max too. Like I, Allen beat Dan Hooker. Like everyone's beating Dan Hooker these days, man. Like yeah, Arnold never loses, but who is he beat? You know, let's let's look right now. He beat Cater because of an injury. He beat Hooker, Sadiq Yusuf, Nick Lentz, Gilbert Melendez. These are not. He beat Mister Finland. Like these are not by guys split decision. That, these are not guys that Max like has been facing for the last seven years or whatever. You know, no Max has been on murderer's row for like ten years. Yeah, I think that, I think easy. I think this is yeah. easy. Like, come on. I agree. I think it. I think it's easy too. We're gonna be fucking looking dumb as hell next week but yeah fucking the best has always been blessed it will continue to be blessed like i'm gonna make a parlay right now this is give me give me this three leg parlay give me like can you even underlay first the underlay is uh phillips and balanos royval nicolau gita garcia and jacoby and asmat is there anything else that you think i should consider it's slim pickets. Um, I think. I think the Zell Uber one, but not a Zell Uber. Really? Yeah, I don't remember what it was at, but just consider. I don't know. I I like it with what you in have place before. of in place of what the Jacoby one. But Ooh. dude, don't even nah. Don't don't let me change it. I like what you have. Like I okay. I don't feel strongly enough about that for you to change it. You know what I mean? Okay. But I'll uh, keep my, it then. Give me this parlay. Give me Garcia, Gutierrez, and Holloway. And lock it in. Easy money. Garcia. Gutierrez, Gutierrez and Max. That would be plus 223. Sure. Give me that. Give me that. All right, my computer is actually going to explode if I don't shut this shit off. So we're we'll be back next week. We'll recap this card and then we'll preview Blades and who the fuck is Blades fighting? Wow, I can't believe that's next. Pavlovich, Blades, Pavlovich. I'm not going to be able to watch that card actually. Got got wow. my got my friend's wedding, so yeah, bro, friends getting married. Yeah, man, next week, crazy. Crazy. All right. Box up UFC. Who's boxed up bump? Uh the Hulk. Um gotta be. There's no one else. Or Robertson. Yeah, it's it's either Gutierrez. I would say Gutierrez, but <laughs> Max. Honestly, it's 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 the Hulk. It's gotta be the Hulk. Yeah. The Hulk That's needs boxed it. up. The Hulk is the boxed up. up bump is back after the Sam Hughes fight. Oh yeah, dude. The Hulk is boxed up too. Don't forget, because honestly, part of the boxed up bump, he can lose in a very boxed up way, and that would exactly that would and, count and, and in, a, in a weird way. That's even better, right? That's like more of what we want. All right, boxed up UFC. We'll be back next week. Peace. Yes, sir.